daily communion with god daily communion with god is more than a commendable practice it is absolutely vital to a life of sustained spirituality and maturity it is the barometer of the christian life jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god matthew 4:4 read that without the negative comparison and you will see what man is to live on man shall live by every spoken word that comes from god that is not the bible memorized nor the bible on your bookshelf nor in your study it is the word that god speaks to your soul in the quiet place of prayer and meditation that is how man lives you can be doctrinally correct and yet be spiritually dead the thing that maintains life is the living word of god spoken to your soul every day the quiet time is vital to spiritual health whether you are newly converted or a mature christian see 1 peter 22 hebrews 5:14 the quiet time is vital for spiritual cleansing you are initially cleansed by the precious blood and again and again you have to return to the cross for restoration but the day to day cleansing is from the laver of the word see psalm 199 john 15:3 and john 17:17 17, 17. The quiet time is also vital to spiritual counsel you can never know the true principles that determine a life of holiness and righteousness without letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly Colossians 3:16 Psalm 73:24 The quiet time is likewise vital in equipping you for spiritual conflict the supreme example is our Lord Jesus Christ when he encountered Satan in the wilderness for 40 days and nights he had fed his soul on the book of Deuteronomy and he could therefore make his sword thrust from a personal experience of the written word paul later exhorted the ephesian believers to take the sword of the spirit which is the word of god ephesians 6:17 important as these things are the greatest incentive to have a daily quiet time is not your need great as that is but the fact that god wants to meet with you therefore it is not merely a duty it is a privilege and an honor God in Christ has a definite time and place for meeting with you. His heart is saddened when you fail to keep the appointment. He longs as he did with the woman of Samaria to drink a fresh of your love, devotion and worship. See John 4:23 and 24. Establishing your quiet time is never easy. I confess quite frankly that it is harder for me to have my quiet time now than it was when I was first converted. The reason for this is that what counts costs you will find that the most vicious attacks of the adversary will be directed towards robbing you of that daily quiet time with your lord and you will have to guard it fearless fearlessly if you are to keep it whatever your spirit of service as a pastor sunday school teacher missionary or christian in office or home i give you little hope of living victoriously unless you are successful in maintaining your quiet time With the reasons for the daily quiet time there are some practical and specific requirements. First you will need a definite place and time. Consider the example of the Lord Jesus Mark 1:35. Next have a good sized bible one with print you do not have to strain to read. Don't get in the habit of waking up in the morning rolling over in bed and with sleepy eyes trying to read a bible with small print. Don't stay in bed at all. Get up and wash your face or take a shower that you so that you are fully alert. Another essential is a prayer list or prayer cycle something to keep reminding you to emphasize a different request for each day. My wife and I use one that works this way. M 
Monday, M is for missionaries. Tuesday, T is for thanksgiving for wonderful answers to prayer. Wednesday, W is for workers. Thursday, T is for tasks. Our job at the church or the ministry God has given us. Friday, F is for families. Saturday, S is for the saints, especially young Christians, that Christ may be found in them. Sunday, S is for sinners, in particular the gospel services for which we are responsible. Then you should have a quiet time notebook or journal. I believe that the thoughts of every quiet time should be written down, even if only in brief sentence form. God gives you something that you never find in a commentary or anywhere else, and the thoughts are worth keeping. Along with these tangible items of equipment, be sure to come to your quiet time with the spirit of expectancy. I believe such expectancy has at least three contributing factors. First of all, there is the physical factor. You cannot go to bed at all hours of the night and expect to get up fresh in the morning. Going to bed when you ought takes discipline and some of these social occasions that you enjoy may be great, but they are not as precious or vital as your quiet time. There is a moral factor too in this matter of expectancy. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Psalm 66:18. When there is something in your life that is out of adjustment with the will of God, don't expect to have fellowship with Him. If you have something against another person, leave your gift at the altar and first be reconciled to that individual. Matthew 5:23-24. Then there is a spiritual factor involved in this matter of expectancy. John 7:17 7, states, "If anyone wants to do His will, he shall know concerning the doctrine. That is, he shall know the teaching." Revelation and obedience are like parallel lines. As you obey, so he reveals. When you cease to obey, he ceases to reveal. My experience has been this, when I find it impossible to get through to God, when the Bible has become a dead book to me, usually it is because there was an issue of obedience on which I had not followed through. Therefore, before proceeding with my quiet time, I have to get right with God. Having considered the reasons and the requirements for the quiet time, let me share some simple rules that can help you in your daily time with God. The first rule is waiting. Samuel Chadwick once said, Hurry is the death of prayer. You can get more from the Lord in five unhurried minutes than in 35 minutes with your eye constantly on the clock. Hush yourself in God's presence. Wait until the glory of His presence seems to come upon you. Seek the power of concentration, seek cleansing, seek the illumination of the Holy Spirit. Above all, seek to consciously come into His presence. 3. From waiting, go on to read the Word of God in the specific passage set aside for that day. I believe with George Miller that you can never pray aright until he has spoken to you from his Word. Avoid the lucky dip approach to Bible reading. Such a practice is an insult to the sacredness of the Scriptures. Read the portion at least three times first to discover what is there generally, next to peruse it for what is there specifically, and then to study it for what is there personally. 4. Move from reading to reflection. As you meditate on the passage in the presence of God, ask yourself, is there any command to obey? Is there any promise to claim? Is there any new thought to follow and pursue? Is there any sin to avoid? Is there any new thought about God, about the Lord Jesus, about the Holy Spirit, about the devil? Seek to discover what God is saying to you from the passage you have read. 5. From thinking, go on to what I call recording. Take that notebook that you keep just for your quiet time and jot down briefly what the Lord has said to you. 
always make it personal and devotional write down the thoughts so that it will be a message to your soul six now pray pray has, praying has three aspects in your quiet time first there is adjustment take the message the lord has given you the message recorded briefly in your quiet time notebook and pray it back to him that is one way of keeping your prayers alive and fresh pray it back until god's will becomes your will in relation to the particular message he has spoken to you then adore him pour out your soul to him thank him think of his majesty his glory and mercy revel in the sunshine of his presence talk as a child to his father as a servant to a kind master and listen as a lover to his beloved only then do you come to present your request for yourself and to intercede for others next share god's message to you today with somebody else what you share you keep the manner god's people gathered every day had to be shared and eaten when it was hoarded it bred worms and stank stank you can always tell the person who merely hoards what he gets in his quiet time most important to follow obey get up from your knees and say lord jesus as i face this day i ask you by the power of your indwelling spirit to give me the grace to put into action what you have told me to do this morning then go out determined to obey god's best for you is closely linked with this daily meeting with him the barometer of your christian life can be observed by the attention you give to your quiet time each day you cannot tell me you have surrendered to god that jesus christ is the lord of your life or that you know the fullness of the holy spirit unless you have your manna in the morning may your prayer be help me o lord thy word to read upon the living bread to feed seeking thy spirit's quickening lead that i may please thee in all things